Hey guys, and welcome back to Tea for Gen Z. My name is Cass, I'm your host, and I'm here today to talk about social media and how this generation has turned into the generation of the internet. And I'm really excited to get into this one just because I'm a huge social media fanatic and I am your typical Gen Zer, so I have all the social media platforms and I'm very, very invested in the media realm. So I'm excited to jump into this. So let's get into it. All right, so what I kind of want to do for each beginning of these episodes is just to kind of catch up on life and kind of talk about my week and what I've been doing and what I've been learning and what have God shown me and all that stuff. So I just recently started my new job that I talked about in the first episode this week, like full on in person. And I got to give people credit for these nine to five jobs because I've never had a steady nine to five job before and it is kicking my butt. Like I am so tired all the time. I come home and I'm just like, I need to go to bed, but I've gotten to the habit to go to the gym after, which has really been helping me stay up because if I go to bed at seven and I'm going to wake up at like five, that's not going to be a good cycle to go into. So I've been going to the gym lately and um, I've been going to the bed around 1030, which is so unlike me. If you know me at all, I was clinically diagnosed as an insomniac. Um, So I have sleeping pills to help me, but I've not been using them and I'm so happy I don't have to use them because they give me some weird dreams. I ain't about that. So my week has been tiring, but I've been adjusting to it. So no worries. Um, and I'm excited to go out to dinner on Friday because then I'll have actually social interaction. I haven't been really seeing friends at all. And that's pretty hard for me since I used to see friends every single day of my life. And now all I have to do is work, work out, go to bed, wake up. That's just my schedule now. Yeah, so my week has been pretty chill. Just kind of working and getting used to my work schedule and stuff like that. If any of you have not tried the new Dunkin' pumpkin spice flavoring and like their oat milk, highly recommend. I know I've had a lot of mixed reviews about the oat milk at Dunkin'. Um, one of my friends said it was really super thick, like to the point where she was drinking yogurt. That was definitely her words at lunch today. But I didn't think so. So I guess there's just multiple reviews on it. And... I guess it, it is thick, so if, if you don't really like almond milk, which I really don't like almond milk, and you like the thicker cream, but you want to stay away from dairy, highly recommend oat milk. It's really good in coffee. Alright, so now that we've caught up on my week, we can just start right into the social media. Social media maniacs, that's kind of what I titled this episode, because I think that social media drives us insane to the point where we're living our lives on the internet. And when I say that, I'm not really meaning like, oh yeah, you're showing off your dog on Facebook, but no, you're living and breathing what social media says and you're posting everything about yourself and about what your day is and all that stuff on social media. And I'm a huge culprit for that, but I'm slowly working on it, Uh, especially with work. I haven't had time to actually do that, but I used to do that all the time. And you know what? I only did it for... One, just my entertainment. I think it's funny to look back on my day, but also to show people that I actually have a social life. So I would actually post 
my friends and all that stuff, even just a picture or a video of me laughing at them to prove that I actually have a social life. And that is very, very sad. Like, I should go throughout my day not worrying about what other people think of me and what I'm doing. And I think that, especially in high school, I used to do that all the time. And my mental health was so poor and it was to the point where I needed validation about what I was doing like I needed to show people that I was actually popular and I'm 22 I don't need to be doing that anymore so I think that this generation has a really big issue with that and it's just because the internet came out when we were kids and we were just we were raised on it and I'm not saying it's society's fault but we were kind of raised into this realm of posting and posting and posting or everything's on the internet oh go look that up go look that up go google that so that's kind of our norm and it's not like it's a bad thing but it's also it could be a bad thing so we're just gonna dive right into that and honestly all those are good things I'm not here to bash social media social media is great I love it for um, advertising, great, great things for small businesses. Um, I think that it's also good to spread awareness about certain movements like BLM and, um, the sexual assault kind of protests and not protests, um, movements. Sorry, that's the word. I'm really lagging today. I have, I've had a long day and it's 930. I should be going to bed. Um, but Anyway, there are definitely pros and cons to social media, but we'll just definitely dive into those. One thing that kind of scares me about social media is the fact that it is so powerful and influential. Like, you're, the people you see on the internet all the time, they gain millions of dollars just from posting a video of themselves, like, to a certain song or advertising a certain product. For example... Like, Emma Chamberlain, uh, who I follow, her net worth is $2.8 million and she started on YouTube doing makeup tutorials. Now, if you know who Emma Chamberlain is, you know that she does not do makeup. Like, she doesn't even wear makeup. So, people evolve on YouTube. Most of the time, those are where internet stars start, or Vine, or TikTok, Instagram, uh, and they get sponsored by big names like Walmart, Target, uh, Bliss was one of them, and Neutrogena, all of those, Proactive, and they pay these people so much money just to post about their product because there's this thing where if you see one of, like, your idols, I put idols in parentheses because I don't believe in idols, you know, Christianity is amazing, um, If you see one of the people that you look up to use that product, you are more likely to use that product. So clearly that's advertising and marketing strategies right there. But that is so much money to do that. So, like Charlie D'Amelio, her net worth is $200,000. And I was on TikTok the other day and I literally saw her in a video just standing there. Just standing there. And her video got 8 million likes. 8 million likes! What is that? She literally just stood there. She didn't do anything. It really actually kind of made me mad. Like these, she's literally 16, 17. I don't know how old she is. But she makes $200,000 off of TikTok alone. That is crazy to me. 
Logan Paul makes nineteen million off of YouTube. David Dobrik makes seven million off of YouTube. Like these people are child millionaires off of a social media platform. And it's literally a trend now. If you ask a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they want to say a YouTuber. Because they say these oh no my gosh. Can't talk, Cass. They see these people make millions off of YouTube, and then they're going to be like, oh, I want to do that too, so I don't have to, they feel like it's an easy thing to do. No. I'm sure their mental health is not good at all. And Emma really opened up about that too when she's doing her YouTube career. Like, it's hard stuff. And I'm not trying to tell them that you have to stand there in a video and you make all this money off of your video. You can get to that point, but you got to work for that. And Emma talked about her depression and how the social media and YouTube has just brought it down. And that's really sad to see those people do that. But that's what the internet does. And I really just, and it's so funny because it's not the internet that does it. It's us who do it. We compare. We create this alternative realm that makes social media so toxic and it really doesn't have to be like it's all on you really now most of the people who i'm talking to right now probably have all of the social media platforms or did at one point so that would be instagram visco tiktok twitter facebook snapchat pinterest tumblr when it was a thing apple music or spotify and there are other social media platforms um that i'm not quite sure of probably marco polo is one of them i rarely use that my friend just maybe download it and i can talk to her on it but that's basically all i talk to but all of these social medias kind of run the internet and i gotta say i'm kind of exposing myself right now is that i check my instagram on average well i used to now that i'm working it's definitely not there but i used to check it I didn't count, but I want to say on average eight times every five minutes. Eight times. Like, why? Why do I have to check Instagram that much? Like, I didn't post anything. Why do I have to check? Or even if I did post something, why do I have to check? I feel like I'm missing out on something. And that's where I lead into FOMO, which is definitely wasn't a thing until the internet started. The fear of missing out. And I think that when people start posting things about parties, events, dinners, all that stuff, weddings that they go to, people start forming this fear of missing out and they get jealous of people and then they want to up one up them. So they post something, what they're doing or past be like, oh, I miss this, blah, 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 miss you guys. Um, and that starts to be competitive. And I don't think that we should be competitive about our lives or our social lives. Yes, it's sad that you see all your friends hanging out and you don't see your like you're not invited. That's sad, okay? And I get that we have feelings about that, but why do we have to one up each other? That's my question. You know what? I used to do that all the time. And and every time I talk about something that I'm like kind of talking at and getting frustrated, it's just because I used to do that. I used to one-up people. Like, why would I have to one-up someone 
when I, their life is so irrelevant to mine. <laughs> Just makes me think, and it's so funny. Like, past cast is so funny to me. Um, well, I did talk about media marketing, and I think that social media is so good for that. Small businesses get their name out there. Big businesses can still get their name out there. Um, advertising sales, advertising, uh, all these things and getting people to your website. That's awesome. I think that internet traffic is a huge thing that has created this boom for the economy and such, such a good thing. But I think that it could also hurt a little bit. Um, maybe for the businesses I can't afford media advertising, or can't get enough traffic, so they start comparing themselves to other businesses, and then they get discouraged. It all comes down to comparison, and that, my friends, kill joy. Comparison kills joy, and that kind of is just my whole premise on here, is that you don't have to compare yourself and make social media so toxic for your existence. You don't have to do that. That's all on you. We are affected by things that we make. I don't even know how to word this. We are affected by things that affect us and we let affect us. Like if you see Susie, ew, that's such a generic name. We always use those example names. If you see Susie go into a party that your best friend's at, but you don't know anyone else there and you're jealous, so you got to go hang out with someone and make sure your best friend knows, hey, I'm with someone and I'm having a great time. You maybe passive-aggressively snap them about you hanging out with them. Like, why do you got to do that? I do that, okay? I do that. But why do I have to do that? Because we're insecure and we're jealous and we need to one-up everybody because we want to feel like we're on top. And that's so bad and so toxic for yourself. So stop that. Don't do that. Quit it. Don't do that. If you're listening to this and you feel convicted, yep, that's you. Don't do that. Um, Yeah, so I wrote down a couple of pros and cons of social media. Some of the pros, I did ask my friends about this just because my train of thought sometimes doesn't go in certain directions. Um, Some of the pros is you can reach millions of people at one time. So, you know, if you're advertising something positive... You want to get your word out there about a certain brand, you can reach millions of people in like one tap, which is, again, so powerful and it's just crazy to me. Um, It's really fun. It is fun. You know, you get the filters on Snapchat and Instagram. Um, You can make videos, be funny, be quirky, show your personality off. I love that about social media. And I think that we need to go back to the simpler, simpler look at what social media is I mean we need to really just sit back and be like hey why do I have social media do I have social media to one-up my best friend or do I have social media to show off my personality and show off who I am because that's why I have it especially Instagram you get to communicate with anybody around the world okay you get to connect with anybody so if you have a friend who lives across the country you can literally talk to them and still be like in their daily lives which is awesome to me because I have friends all over the world. I still talk to the people I studied in Hong Kong with. And that's so cool to me. Like, I get to I get to see them. I get to text them all the time. 
a lot of learning opportunities and it allows us to be creative. I definitely think that allows us to be creative. I've seen a lot of people just open up about their singing, open up about their dancing, open up about their graphic design, and they get to share that with everybody. And it's just awesome to see people uh, use their talents and just show them off. And I love, I love hyping people up when I see them post a video about singing or posting a video about dancing or any type of other talent. Like, you get to show that off. So show it off. Go get it, girl. Show it off. Um, and allows you to stay up to date. You don't have to keep asking people about stuff. They'll just post about it. Um, yeah, I think that staying up to date with people is really good and it, it helps people invest in each other's lives. And I think it's essential for community. Look at that intentional community. My tailor's coming out of me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now that I kind of talked about the pros, we can start talking about the cons. The cons for all of you people who make fun of my Chicago accent. There it is. Uh, Comparison I talked a lot about. Unrealistic pressure. That's definitely up there. Um, I don't know about you, but when people edit their photos to make it look so unrealistic, bothers the crap out of me. So if you, like, use the, um, Facetune, I don't know if anyone even uses that, Facetune, get all your, like, all you have porcelain skin. No, you don't, okay? I see you on the daily basis. You don't. And that's fine. Like, why do we have to promote perfection? Whoa, why do we have to promote perfection? That should not be a thing because perfection isn't real unless it's in Jesus Christ. So perfection is is not real. Okay, Uh, get that out of your head. It's not a real thing unless you're in heaven. Um, Only our good Lord, Savior Jesus is perfect. So we can't achieve that. So stop trying to do that on your Instagram grid. Um... It also promotes wrong images of how we should act. And I think that a lot of people act stupid on social media. A lot of people promote things that really just shouldn't be there. And if it's a trend, it's a trend. Like, trends are so weird to me, and I'll talk about that later. But, man, guys, stop acting up on social media. You're not cool, okay? We actually find that quite weird and concerning we might actually call you a therapist or something i don't know okay stop showing off drinking stop showing off drunkenness stop showing off your weed okay we get it you deal get over it another one is craving attention and validation yeah i talked about that and early judgment of others definitely a thing i am a culprit of that but not off social media just off of other people's opinions but We look at someone's social media and we basically, like, judge them about what they post. Which, some of it's accurate, some of it's not. You gotta get to know the person. Just because they don't seem appealing on social media, does that mean you can go and dismiss them? No. It does not. Do you want someone... I honestly think that my motto or my kind of thing I go by when I post on Instagram is if a stranger had to decide if they wanted to be your friend or not based on your Instagram grid, would they want to be my friend? Would they want to be around me? 
Um, and right now I think, yeah, I'm a pretty cool chick on Instagram. Hit me up on there, Cass Drabeck. Cass underscore Drabeck. I can't even say my handle right. Um, yeah. And then social media kind of promotes egotistic personalities, which definitely understand about that. I, if you look down some of my followers' Instagram feeds, it's basically all selfies, or all of them, which... Okay, you can do a selfie once in a while, but, like, why is your whole grid your face? Like, I know what it looks like. And it's also, like, the same picture with the same filter. Like, I get it. But you do you, boo. Go ahead. But I'm just telling you now that, like, people don't awe over you as much as you think. Alright, so let's talk about my favorite Oh my gosh, I'm like blending all of my words together. Let's talk about my favorite social media platforms. And there's only a few. And I think it's the ones I use on a daily basis. It's Instagram, TikTok, Visco, and Spotify. I don't know if I would consider Spotify a social media platform, but I think that you connect with others and you see what others are doing. So I think that I'm going to count it. And I will explain why it's one of my favorites. But first, we'll start off with Instagram. And one thing about this is that I used to media manage for Taylor University. Another shout out uh, for their Taylor student organization. So I used to be their social media manager. And then they took the position away. But it was a thing. Don't worry. And I used to plan posts, write captions, uh, promote events. It was awesome. It was a dream job. I got paid for it. It was great. And now I kind of take that tactic to my personal Instagram, and I plan my posts out for the week. Um, I definitely tag all of the brands that I use or are pictured in the picture. And I think that, I mean, it's my personal Instagram. Like, it's not like a huge thing. Like, I'm not an influencer whatsoever, but I like that I can just help get brand names out there whether it be starbucks which is a multi-billion dollar company or it's a small boutique i just bought a shirt from i'll tag them so i think that any type of free advertisement is really appreciated by these companies and also gets more traction for your photo not trying to be like egotistic here but it does and always use hashtags but not too many don't be that person who literally puts a paragraph of hashtags because no, honey, that does not look good, okay? <laughs> that does not look good. It looks like you're 12 again, and you want just everybody to hashtag that thing. That's not a thing at all. So I explained how I love Instagram. I also love Visco just because it kind of takes the idea of social media and destroys it. So what I mean by that is there's no numbers. There's no likes. I mean, there is, but you can't see who liked what. There's only repost and there's favorite and you also can't see how many followers, you can't see how many likes, you can't see how many reposts and it's awesome. I think that you can post unapologetically and no one is going to be like, ew, her Visco is just so bad. No, I've never even heard anyone say that. You can post your style of photography, the way you dress and nobody is going to say anything I think that that Visco community is so healthy, and I mean, tell me I'm wrong, but I think that it's the most healthy social media platform there is just because of 
the lack of numbers. And that's what we really just focus on. How many followers do I have? How many likes did I get? Like, why does that matter? Just post for you. Post for you. Post for others. If they don't like you, they can unfollow you and block you, whatever. I also love TikTok just because it's so entertaining, okay? I grew up with Vine. Vine was my ish. And they took that away from me. So then they made something remotely close to it. I'm going to hop on and latch on and never let go. So, And I knew for a fact that it wasn't going to get banned because I think that it's really hard to ban social media in America. Just because of our freedoms and stuff like that. So there's no way Trump was doing that. Sorry, buddy. No way. And Spotify, honestly, I'm on Spotify every freaking day of my life. Making playlists is a hobby of mine. And I love, love, love Spotify. Like, oh my gosh, you're probably listening to this on Spotify now. It is so good. And if you're Apple Music, please turn this off. I don't think anyone is Apple Music if they also have Spotify. But man, Spotify is just so awesome. New Music Friday is my favorite day of the week. So good. Okay, now we can just jump into how people have literal careers based over social media. And I low-key am jealous of them. I would love to be a social media manager for the rest of my life. I would love for that to be my full-time job. But there's a lot of analytics with that. There's a lot of numbers with that. There's a lot of pressure, especially with trending and getting stuff on the trending board and getting stuff looked at. So if you're not doing your job and you have no internet traffic, that's an issue and you're probably going to get in trouble for that. So I think that that's a lot more of a pressure job and you really have to know what you're doing. You really have to be experienced in your audience, how, when to post, how to post, what appeals to people. And I've slowly been learning that too. Like my friends come to be like, when's prime time posting? And I'm like, okay, well, I'll tell you because I have a business profile on Instagram. And I also highly recommend that if you want to know analytics about social media, change your personal Instagram to business and you can see everything. When your followers are active, what time they're active, uh, the gender of most of your followers and your traffic that each post gets, your impressions and all that stuff. And it's really cool. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me about that. Um, and also, we can talk about trends. Trends are so weird to me. Trends are the shortest thing that I've ever seen in my life. They are so short. Like, a trend could last for a day or a trend could last for a year. Actually, I've rarely seen a trend that lasts for a year. And I'm not talking about fashion trends. I'm not talking about all that stuff. I'm talking about internet trends. Videos you make. Things you post. Like those trends. Those literally last so, so short. Uh, Some of the trends that actually happened was when quarantine happened. And everybody was posting that picture of Bill Clinton holding records. Like, first of all, who thought that was an idea? Like, what, what was fun about that? What made you want to do that? Who started that and why? Why Bill Clinton out of everybody? I don't really know. But you added your favorite albums that he was holding. There's also one about Chandler. That's I think that's a little bit better. And people just went around and nominating people. <laughs> like, what the heck? I get it's quarantine and we have nothing to do, but 
really? Um, and I did do that one, so I can't really say anything. There was another one that involved exercise. It was the push-up trend. I was tagged in that three times, and I got really mad because I don't know how to do a push-up. Okay, I know how to do a push-up. I can't do one. There's, there's the ish. I can't do one because I am a large woman, and I can't pull push up on my body weight. So I also have, don't have any upper body strength, so that's good. That's been narrowing down since college. I'm getting old. Okay. Um, and then the other trend that was during quarantine that was before tomorrow where you post an ugly picture of yourself on Instagram and then you delete it in 24 hours. Who made that one up? That was weird. What was the point of that one? To show how ugly we are? Sure. And why before tomorrow? What was the point of that? I don't really understand that at all. I never did that one. That was not me. I was like, this is not going to be me. Um, there was another one that was pretty old. Planking. I don't know if some of you even remember that. But people would literally plank um, on random objects and thought that was funny. <laughs> like, what? What? Trends are so weird to me. They're the weirdest, randomest thing. Like, why is that famous? Why is everyone doing it? One person had to start it, and then someone was going to be like, haha, that's funny, let me do that too. And then started a chain reaction. Like, why can't... Like, I've had some funny things on the internet, and not once has it caught on. So, like, what's the secret? What's the secret? I want to know. A couple more, like, things about social media that's kind of bad but also good so the reason why I love Instagram so much is that I love the grid aesthetic look so I slap a preset on my photos before I post them on Instagram just so I can have a matching grid and I know a lot of people do that especially at Taylor because we all care about how we look on the internet but I do it just for myself like, I made an Instagram grid thing on my wall, and they all have the same filter. It's aesthetically pleasing. And there's something in our brains that when we see something aesthetically pleasing, it just makes us happy or content. And that's me. It's either, like, serotonin or something like that. That's definitely what I get from Instagram. And that's good. Like, if you, if you post for the mere fact that you want to be aesthetically pleasing, sure, go right ahead. That's not really hurting you unless you're really, really obsessed over it. Which then leads me into my next thing about the addicting aspect of social media. What about social media makes it so addicting? I could not tell you. I was addicted at one point. I think I'm pretty good right now about being off of it during the day and like not making it consuming. But man, was it consuming before. I would be on it all the time. Like, for what, though? Now that I'm thinking about it, for what? For why? For why? I used to say that all the time. Like, why would I go watch my best friend's story over and over again? Why would I go stalk my ex? Why? Like, move on. Dang. Watch it once. Get over it so interesting well and lately with the political climate 
I can't stand being on social media. I hate all the politics. I hate all of it. Like, all right for freedom of speech and you can post your opinion. That's great. But it gets annoying. And it gets annoying even more when people dispute back and be like, you're wrong and I hate you. Those are legit words I've seen on a post. And I'm not trying to get into politics now. But I'm just saying is that the more we make social media political and the more we, like, make it unbearable, I mean, the less people are going to be on want to be on it. Or the more they want to be on it to prove their point, which makes the toxic toxicity bigger. And it sucks. So stop doing that. Share your opinion and be done. Okay, period. Done. Sis, come on. We got better things to do in life. Get on with your day. Get a job. Get off of Instagram. That's my dad. Get off of Facebook. Get off of Twitter, dad. You don't belong on there. Instagram. Here's some fun facts for you. Instagram has 1 billion users. And 89% of them are out of the U.S. So the U.S. doesn't even have majority of the people on social media. It's crazy how people just westernize things. It's crazy to me. I mean, well, duh, it was made here. But, like, TikTok was owned by a Chinese company for the longest time. Um, it's the second most downloaded app in the Apple Store. I bet you can you can literally guess the first one. I'll give you a second. It's Snapchat. Um, and... I don't know if this is right, but 67% of all Instagram users are 18 to 29. I would have to disagree on that. I'm not I'm not Google or anything, but I'm pretty sure it's bigger than that, like 79% or something. Because I don't see Grandpa Joe on Instagram. I don't see Aunt Aunt Susan posting on Instagram. That would be Facebook. Facebook is for old geezers now. Which I think is so funny because we used to be all over Facebook and now it's like, what? What is that? Yeah, so Snapchat is the most used social media platform next to Instagram among teens. Snapchat is pretty dangerous to me. Not to me, but like, I think Snapchat is dangerous just because pictures disappear and people think that they can post things and get away with it and you can't and fun fact snapchat has all pictures sent and received in a database so if you be sending nudes over snapchat somebody has them other than the person you send it to so don't be sending them okay message to all my teens out there or even adults be smarter than that be smarter don't send them. Literally don't. It's so annoying and gross. Um, 63% of users say they check their Instagram once a day and 43% say they check theirs multiple times a day. I have to well, disagree with that again. Once a day? People don't check Instagram once a day. They literally go on Instagram Okay, then they probably get a text from mom, go answer that, then they go back on Instagram, and then if they're watching a movie, you go to the movie, oh, okay, like, then you pick up your phone and go back on Instagram. Like, it is such an innate thing to us now that we just do it automatically, and that's what I do. I'm watching, I'm going to bed, 
my routine is literally have my phone sit on my chest if it's not charging, look, watch The Office, you know, pick up the phone once or twice to look at Instagram, especially when I post something, I look at it. Um, I probably look at it five times before I go to bed. So there's no way someone just texts it once and then puts their phone away. False. I don't know where these statistics are coming from, but false. Here's a couple tips for you all who feel like their mental health is being impacted by social media. Um, everybody... One kind of annoys me is that when people say that their mental health is being impacted by social media, they they literally take a picture of a black post and say, hopping off of social media for a while, text me if you need anything. Why do you have to tell people that you're getting off of social media? Why is that a thing? Like, why do we have to say, oh yeah, I deleted Instagram, and then people are like, oh, what the heck? Why? Why did you... Why did you delete my one out of 56 ways to get a hold of you? Like, text them. Get their number. Call them. Go back to when it was... Internet wasn't a thing. Go back and call someone. God forbid you actually have interpersonal communication. Oh my gosh. Like, why do you gotta go on Snapchat and be like, Hey, hopping off for a while. No more streaks. Or... (laughs) my favorite thing, is when people go out of town and they don't have any service, but they make sure they keep their streaks and they have someone else log into their Snapchat and keep their streaks. What? My best friend does that. Listen, kiddo, you should not be doing that, okay? You really shouldn't be doing that. That's so annoying. I don't even have a streak with him. And he sends me them... Like, God forbid we don't talk for two days. Like, we're obsessed with talking to each other, but not talking-talking. We're sending texts and Snapchats. Oh, my gosh. So, I my thing is that if it's impacting your mental health, just delete it. Make goals for yourself. Just say, oh, I'll check it once in the morning and once before I go to bed. You could do that. If you really think you can't part with social media, which that would be me. Make goals for yourself. Make boundaries. I've done that. I don't check my social media. I check my social... Oh my gosh. I check my social media before I go to work. And then when I get off. And then when I go to bed. That's about it. So... If you can't sleep at night because you posted something. And you didn't get as many likes as you wanted. That's an issue. Get some therapy. Um, I had some other stuff to talk about, but it was just about TikTok and how it was just booming. Like, it just came out of nowhere and everybody hopped on. I'm pretty sure there's like 500 million users at the moment or more than that. I think it's growing every day. But I love it. I loved it when there was this period of time where everyone's like, I'm not going to download it. I'm not going to be that person. And you did anyway. You did it anyway. You fell for the trap. And you know why? It's because you missed Vine. And if you didn't know what Vine was, and it's just you needed to be a part of the majority. You do. And that's an issue with our generation. We need to be a part of the trend. We need to be part of the the majority. And that sucks. I say that so much, but it does. And 
oh, you know the saying, when everybody goes right, you go left? Like, if you don't want to download TikTok, don't do it. Just because someone's like, oh, you better do it, like, everybody's on it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, if your friend is doing drugs, you're like, oh, yeah, everyone's on it, you should do it. Peer pressure. Boom. Peer pressure. Don't be the majority. Like, it's not uncool if you don't have it. That's another fear that we have, apparently, to be uncool. I can tell you from a person who's uncool, it's actually quite better than being cool. Whatever that means. What does that mean? Guys, once you get older, you think, what the heck does these certain things mean? Like, what does it mean to be popular? What does that mean? I don't even know anymore. It used to mean, oh, you got all the guys and you wore Amber Crombie and you wore expensive stuff that you couldn't afford, but you begged your mom because uh, Miss, because Allison had it on and you, you wanted it too. What? I can't wait to have kids and tell them literally, no. I don't care if uh, Allison had it on or not. I don't care. I don't care if you want to be popular. You look at all of these sitcoms too. I'm going on a rant right now. You look at all these sitcoms and you're like, these kids who are 13, 14, 15, who are like, oh, I just want to be her. I just want the f- the quarterback. I just want, no, date the chess player who has actual commitment and loyalty, okay? Don't date Brad. Don't date Chad. He sucks. He'll treat you like crap. Why do women want to be treated like crap when they're teenagers? Like, oh, he called me a bitch. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So cute. It's our little pet name. He calls me stupid. Like, what the? Oh, I almost dropped it. I almost dropped it. It's fine. What the heck? Like, walk away and get yourself a man when you're old enough to date. (laughs) Dating at a young age literally causes so many issues. And on that note, I think I need to stop talking and go to bed because I've been talking way off the rails right now. But, yeah, so social media can be good. Social media can be bad. Really just depends on how you interpret it and how you make it for yourself. So don't be toxic. Don't be toxic for yourself. You honestly should be the least toxic for yourself out of everybody in your life. You should be controlling that, you know? And it takes work. It takes progress. And I get it, okay? We're just all in a work in progress. I don't know who I was listening to, but I think it was another podcast. And they said, really focus on... How you can be a work in progress, but also a masterpiece. Boom. With that being said, I'm dropping the mic. Alright guys, thanks for letting me rant to you. This is definitely a therapy session for me. Very therapeutic. This week with social media, next week we'll probably get into other stuff. I'm not quite sure yet. I'm definitely going to have one of my friends come on here and share their opinion about the topic. I'm going to advertise for it, so hit me up at, at Cass with two S's underscore Greyback. And yeah, we'll just get right into it. Also, give me feedback. If you liked what I did, if you didn't like what I did, let me know. I love feedback. I've been getting so much love from you guys. So keep that up. Keep that loyalty up. We love to see it. I'll see you guys next week. And again, no outro. So let's just try peace, love, and blessings, child.